Good afternoon, this is Kathy again from the um, Career Development Department at the Washer Tribe. In today's podcast, we're going to discuss 10 ways to practice self-care during the job search. As we all know, job hunting is very stressful. Um, there's just no, there's no doubting that. It's just stressful. 69% of people um, have been reported feeling highly, highly stressed when trying to find a new job. And totally that makes sense. There's so much writing on it. You have to be able to pay rent, make um, student loan payments, pay your bills, and then there's eating, which is important, and that puts a lot of pressure on you. Um, But finding work, especially a job that you're actually excited about, it's gonna take you some time. They say the average is it takes more than 22 weeks or per se five months to land a new job. Uh, that study came out in on November 9th of 2021, and I have to say I think it might be shortened now just because we're in that great resignation time post-COVID, but yet are we post-COVID? There's just so much still going on. So I do think that there are more jobs out there right now, but the key is that um, that study was talking about a job you're excited about. So it could really take that long to get one that you're truly happy with. But no one should be living under stress for that long. Um, So I'm going to encourage you to engage in self-care during your job search. And when I'm talking about self-care, not talking about doing a face mask once a month or once a week. (laughs) I know that's what comes to mind when I hear um, uh, self-care. But anyway, it's just going to be finding ways to um, take the pressure off, even though that sounds counterproductive. But it can make your job search more effective if you take care of yourself and it's just going to keep you from burning out so today we're going to discuss 10 things that you can do to infuse some self-care during your job search the first is to create a daily schedule so easy to fall out of routine when you're out of work there's no pressure to get up you don't have to really use an alarm clock no reason to get dressed or even to leave the house Um, But to keep yourself from transforming into a hermit or a homebody, you might want to put yourself on a schedule. So set the alarm. Get out of bed each morning. Block out a couple hours each morning or each day that you're going to do a job search. But just for a couple. It can get overwhelming. I, I have been in a position long ago where I was looking for a job, and I just set aside a specific time, and I had a goal of how many jobs I was going to apply to a day, Um, That way you just don't feel overstressed or overburdened or, God forbid, sit at a computer screen all day long waiting for that new job to pop up. There's no benefit to applying to 50 job openings a day and then burning yourself out um, as you do that. So you want to find time every day to socialize, have a normal life, and, and at least make some effort to leave your home, even if it's just for a walk. That would work. Number two is um, to work it out. Um, that comes out in line with um, making a schedule. You want to block out some time every day where you can take a walk. Maybe it's just around the block. It doesn't have to be anything huge, um, but it's just going to give you a nice mood boost um, from the endorphins in your body. You know, Anytime you exercise, it produces that serotonin, which is the happy um, endorphin in your brain and just gives you some confidence, makes you feel good about yourself. I know so many times I go to work out just, you know, just because it helps with stress. Um, 
And, you know, on your way there or thinking about it just might give you some anxiety. But once you're done, man, it feels good. And it this is a great outlet for doing your job search. Um, it's going to let out some frustrations and, of course, build your confidence because you feel so good after you have accomplished it. Number three is super important. You want to ditch the negative self-talk. Um, being unemployed can expose many of deep-seated insecurities, cause you to doubt your worth, beat yourself up for not having a job and not making enough progress or not even hearing back after an interview. Um, you, it's not going to motivate you to do better. Instead of listening to your inner critic, you want to flip that script and make it positive. While it may sound like a strange exercise, you want to try talking to yourself as you would a close friend, showing yourself kindness, encouragement, and have a positive impact um, on your mood and your job search. So talk to yourself or think positive thoughts to yourself. Number four is give yourself a break. Don't want to be too hard on yourself. Finding a job is not easy, so cut yourself some slack. Um, and it doesn't. Also, having a job doesn't um, define your humanity or your worth, even though we are society's conditioned us to be to be that way. It honestly is. So, if you're scrolling through page after page of job postings and it's making you feel anxious, you want to step back away from it, and then just work on your resume or reach out to a few contacts on LinkedIn. I even urge you to go onto Facebook and reach out to some of your high school friends that you graduated with. I know I have at least a handful of them who are bosses or hiring managers at a company, and just let them know. Just let people know at all times that you're looking for something to do, because somebody may know somebody may know somebody. Networking is the key. It really is. If you're feeling particularly overwhelmed, um, you want to switch gears completely and just go do something productive that you enjoy. Maybe cook a favorite um, recipe, bake, read a book, watch a good movie. Number five is to embrace flexibility. So congratulations when you're looking for work, you're released from the shackles of a nine to five um, job. So make the most of it. When the weather's nice, go to the park. Um, you get to avoid the dreaded Sunday rush of groceries. Go to the beach when there's no crowds. Go to your favorite happy hour and get some appetizers. Have some friends meet you there. Um, or if your favorite band, band is playing two hours away on a Wednesday, you don't have to worry about the fact that you have to get up the next day to go to work. Use some of those um, things as a positive in your life. Take advantage of the fact that you have some flexibility while you do. Because the rest of the world's out working and uh, would probably love to break out of their their realm so sometimes you just gotta switch the switch the flip actually flip the switch is actually what i want to say number six sleep in yes creating a routine with um to set a wake-up time was uh, our first suggestion but it doesn't mean that you have to get up at 5 a.m you can set it for a normal hour maybe get eight hours of sleep because what eight hours of sleep can do for your mood and your outlook on life is amazing, so try it. Although, you know, as we get older, I know getting eight hours is um, kind of kind of hard. But um, another thing you might want to do is just get outside. Um, besides the walk, you might even want to go off the grid and take a small camping trip, get in touch with nature that way, take a hike, de-stress and connect with yourself. Number eight is celebrate your victories, even just the small ones. When you're looking for work, you have one goal in mind, and that's getting hired. But there's little victories um, and personal triumphs need to be important along that, along that path. If you are going to withhold all that praise for when you land a job, 
you can quickly become demotivated and possibly lose steam in your push forward. So anytime you get a call back, um, go, uh, suggestion in this article was go get that $7 latte when you have a, just an incredibly productive day. Um, go buy a new shirt. Um, so that when you're called for an interview, you can wear it. Just little boosts like that keep your spirits higher and then your outlooks are brighter. Number nine is to explore some new hobbies. Remember how we said that you should spend two to four hours job hunting a day? That means that you've got plenty of hours left to take up a new hobby. If there's ever been something you want to try, this might be the time to do it. Maybe you've always wanted to learn guitar or be a better home baker. This is the time. Also, right now, post-COVID, pre-COVID, the COVID era, uh, era <laughs> there's so many virtual Zoom-type classes out there. Jump into it. There's one out there I know I've taken advantage of, and it's called Allison.com, A-L-I-S-O-N.com. And they have free free trainings and free classes in there. You could even um, get certificates in. Um, maybe you want to do that. That might be something that, you know, something you can add to your resume, honestly, so... But it is important to your mental health that, that you have some personal goals and that they're not all tied to just your professional ones. So keep fun in mind at the same time. You're a multi-dimensional person and having a hobby that you love is gonna keep you from anchoring yourself um, to just purely professional accomplishments. It is very um, common for us to do that. Um, we. we we gauge everything off of what we've accomplished in our professional life. But you know what? You got to take a step back and um, and just do stuff you love. Do stuff you like. I mean, like, I have to bake cookies this week for a cookie exchange. I'm stepping outside the box, and I'm going to bake cookies I've never baked before. Now, that is, um, that's kind of unnerving. <laughs> I just hope the people who taste my cookies will like them. I am a pretty good baker, but I'm going to just step outside my box and do something different. So, and it just kind of, you know, I, I'm what I'm hoping for is an excellent result and everybody loves those cookies and then that's going to make me feel better even though I'm going to be baking late on a Thursday night to bring them in on a Friday. So, there's that. Number 10 is to set goals. You want to come up with reasonable goals. And I like the word reasonable because um, I am an overachiever myself. I know sometimes I think of things I want to do in my home or even at work, and I make goals and lists. I'm a list maker. And then all of a sudden, I want to conquer that list. Boom, boom, boom. But you want to make sure they're reasonable and go after them at a slower pace. You want to create daily goals, weekly goals, and monthly goals. And those those will keep you on track um, and then keep you from being discouraged. When you're developing your goals, you want to make sure that they're achievable. I mean, it's just far-fetched to put ones that are not going to even be doable. I mean, if you can't achieve it, then you're just setting yourself up for failure. Trying to saying, okay, I'm going to get a new job in three days is just going to leave you frustrated if it doesn't happen. So you just want to focus on the improvements for each of the main components of the job search. Start with looking at your resume, maybe even sharing it with a friend. Have a friend look at it and see if they have any suggestions. Um, always good, especially if you have someone in a recruiting world to say, hey, what do you think of this? What would you change on it? And always remember, people don't think about this all the time, but you should not have one resume 
upload it in Indeed, and use that same one for every single job. No, you should be tailoring each resume to any job that you go after. I know that's a lot of work, and I know sometimes you could be away from the home and hitting easy apply on Indeed might be easy, but um, you should all always just look at it and tweak it, especially your summary on top, to the job you're applying for. Also, create an outline for a cover letter. These are controversial. So cover letters, I feel cover letters are kind of fading out myself. Um, I know when I was HR, I would, if I got a, a resume and had a cover letter, I kind of ripped it off and went straight to the resume. I kind of wanted to see what the last few jobs were. That's what I was interested in. Wasn't really interested in a cover letter. However, a cover letter can be beneficial, especially if you're trying to switch um, careers. You know, you're going to go a different direction. A cover letter is going to explain why you're trying to do what you're doing. Um, I like the um, disruptive cover letters. Um, disruptive cover letters just kind of capture someone's attention by telling a story right off the bat. Look it up. Look up what disruptive cover letters are and, and see if you can try that on one of your on one of your applications. You also want to build a LinkedIn page if you don't have one. They're very important. Um, a lot of owners of businesses are on there. Go on to yours, spruce it up, make sure you have a nice professional picture on there, and maybe reach out to five people in your professional network so that you can get leads, maybe even advice. Ask somebody there to look at your resume for you. Simple, actionable goals is gonna help you maintain momentum and confidence while you're doing the job search. <clears throat> So when you're job hunting, it's vital to keep things always in perspective. I think those are 10 great tips that we can um, exercise in that search. The struggle to get hired, hired can feel like your personal failure when the reality is that the system itself is broken. It's looking like HR departments are finally starting to understand that. But until they start taking action to improve things, you want to make sure you take care of yourself first and foremost. Your health, your mental, and your physical being are always a top-notch um, to pay attention to. Always put them first. Practicing self-care during your job search is going to help keep your head above water while looking for work. Always keep in mind, always, that, and I, I speak from experience on this, you may have applied for a bunch of jobs. And you know what? Honestly, the company or the hiring manager just hasn't hit up HR and said, hey, do we have any apps yet? So they're just sitting there. They're sitting there in La La Land while you're sitting there anxiously awaiting a reply. It's not always you. It is the people on the other end, like, um, like the end of the article stated. It is people on the other end who um, sometimes are just not ready or they just haven't gotten back to you. Um, it's frustrating, and I do recommend, uh, Indeed has a newer tool, if you're using Indeed, that kind of tells you all the jobs you've applied for. Because honestly, if you start really applying for jobs, a lot of them, you almost lose track on who you've applied with. So if you um, use that tool, you can know um, who you've applied with. That way you can follow up. You need to give people a call and just say, hey, on this date, I submitted a resume. I'm just doing a follow-up on that. You're not bothering them. You're not. Um, I've had that happen plenty of times when I was in HR. And honestly, the person who called me, that person's name just stuck in the forefront of my head. Oh, wait, I remember that person calling. Yeah, we need to give them a call. We're going to set up interviews now. So uh, don't give up hope. Be very, um, just be very positive. And again, do the best you can as far as the self-care. If you put yourself first and keep your attitude up, I love the law of attraction. So always say when I find my job, not if, when, 
you find your dream job, things will all come together. And that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed and can put some of those tips to use. Um, happy job search.